Well, greetings, everybody. Good to be with you again. Welcome to another episode of The Shakedown. I'm your host, Warden Aaron Dawson, joined today by a good friend and co-worker of mine, Lieutenant Richard Motes. Uh, he is, uh, like I said, on staff here at Morgan County. Uh, officially, his title is uh, the Administrative Lieutenant. Um, we are still working on the accurate definition <laughs> of what of what that entails. Uh, basically, it's what comes up today. Uh, but anyway, anyway, glad to have him have him with us uh, here today as we uh, talk about something that uh, we're all aware it's there. Uh, we'll probably have talked about it uh, among leadership as something that we need to be concerned about, need to be aware of, uh, need to do something about. Um, it's always there, but how do we deal with stress? How do we deal with stress? And want to begin a, a series, hopefully, uh, talking about officer survival, things that uh, in corrections we deal with uh, that can end our career, not as much altercations or assaults, but uh, more psychological things, if you will. And so to get that officer survival uh, thing started, we want to talk about uh, stress. And stress is one of those words that we uh, we recognize, we use all the time, you know, man, I'm just feeling stressed today, or man, that's stressing me out. But do we really understand what it is that we're talking about when we talk about stress? Um, and, if, and if you're interested in that type of thing, uh, Dr. Hans Seeley wrote a, a really uh, good book on it. If that doesn't interest you, don't worry about it. You can just take our word for it. Mm -hmm. um, but, but, but anyway, Absolutely. <laughs> stress is just when we come under uh, outside pressure, whether it's, whether it's real or whether it's perceived, whether it's a threat, uh, whether it's a set of circumstances that isn't working out the way we want it to, whether the, we get a flat tire, uh, whether the radio goes off, whether we're sick and tired of answering the phone and it rings that one more time, whatever it is, it's that outside event happening uh, and our body's reaction to that outside event. Uh, it could be, you know, your anxiety goes up, your heart rate goes up. Uh, there's any number of physical responses that go with it. Uh, but the neat thing when we talk about stress is that it's not something, uh, well, number one, it's not something we can avoid, but but beneficially, it's not something we have to allow, allow to take over us. Uh, so, again, uh, this is something we talk about at our in-house academy here at Morton County, and, and Lieutenant Motes and I uh, often do paper, rock, scissors to see who gets to uh, teach this class because we both enjoy it. But anyway, uh, Lieutenant, why don't you, why don't you get, uh, get us rolling with talking about where are some areas that stress can, can come into our, our lives? Okay, so I guess I guess first off, I, I want you to, to go back in the back of your mind um, until you were a, a a twinkle in your in your mom and dad's eyes, okay, um, and and your your parents got together, and for whatever circumstance, you you were you were um, developed to be brought into the world. All right, you were conceived. So for nine months, you float around in your mom's belly, right? You're in the womb. You're surrounded by ambiotic fluid. You're just floating away, and you think about floating in a swimming pool, swimming in the, in the water, whatever else. It's, it, it, it eases stress on your body. It lifts you up. Well, for nine months as a baby, that's what you're floating around in. You're getting fed through a straw pretty much. Um, and then that day comes and you are ready to make your grand entrance into the world. Um, and as the gates open and you come out into the world, as soon as you come out of your mother's womb, the first thing you feel is stress. Well, what causes that stress? Uh, remember, for the last you know nine months, you've been surrounded by this fluid and you're just floating weightless. Well, now you're hit by gravity. So gravity is part of stress because we're constantly surrounded with pressure and whatever else. 
And that's a that's an example we use in our class because uh, that's why babies cry is because stress burdens them. So so from the time you're brought into this world until the time you leave this world, you are constantly 24 hours a day surrounded by stress, even when you're sleeping. Um, but stress comes from from different areas. I mean, it can come from uh, God love you if you're married, um, like like Warden Dawson and I. Um, we have many conversations about um, our wives and, and the things we go through because stress comes from home life. Um, stress comes from money issues. Stress comes from um, children. Uh, Warden Dawson has a, an army of children, and I have two. Uh, I have two girls. He has four boys. Okay, so we, we compare and contrast with that. Um, my newest little girl is is currently she'll be ten weeks old come Saturday. So we're in that that phase of having children where there's there's not a lot of sleep, um, and and there's not a lot of explanation from the nine week old as to what's wrong with her. She's just crying and going nuts. And so we're trying to figure out what's wrong with her. Well, that's stress. Then you compile all that into um, work. Okay, um, there are two fields in 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 uh, in jobs, I guess you'd say, that are the most stressful you can get into: law enforcement, first responder. Uh, fire, whatever else. Uh, but I put corrections and nursing as the top two, side by side. And I married a nurse. All right. So during the height of COVID, um, my, my wife was, uh, you know, dead into the, the thick of it, working on the COVID floor, having to shed her clothes when she come in the house in the garage to keep from affecting us. Um, man, that was the most stressful time. Plus we're balancing that here. So we're trying to balance stress at work, keeping our, 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 one child safe at that time, not not infecting our older parents, our grandparents, whatever else. So stress can hit you from many, many different sides. Um, the stress of uh, both Warden Dawson and I are, are uh, pretty sound in our faith, but the stress of what happens when you die. Um, death is a stressful thing, whether it be a death of a loved one, death of, of uh, you know, someone that you work with, uh, uh, anybody that you have you know, encountered that meant something to you, passing away, um, friends dying at a young age. Both death, birth, every cycle of life, no matter how joyful, is also stressful because even the joyous times of of those babies being born or or getting married, depending on how you look at marriage and how many times you've been married, um, it, it can be the happiest time of your life. But even in those happy times, you are now responsible for another human being. And, and what it does to your body is it causes you to act in many different ways. You you have to channel that stress. You either internalize that stress or you externalize that stress. Depending on how close your spouse is. Exactly. Depending on how close. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. And depending on what, you know, we're from Alabama, so well, we beat our wives down here, apparently. Um, that's, uh, that's the mantra that we've heard all over the country is, well, y'all just, you know, anyway, I'll, that's for a different podcast. Um, but, uh, but so internalizing that stress is not good. All right. Us as, as corrections officers, most of us are A-type personalities. We're those guys that we harbor it all in, we we take hold of it, we do whatever, and we don't want to talk about our feelings. Well, when you do that, it causes all kinds of effects. How many of you have high blood pressure? How many of you take anxiety medicine? How many of you do all of the above? And raise my right hand. Um, but it leads to other issues. When you internalize stress, Eventually, it has to externalize in some way. You hold it in, hold it in, hold it in until an explosion happens, whether that be 
you know, yelling at your boss, yelling at a coworker, um, taking it out on your family at home, bringing your stress from work home and your home stress to work is a really, really complicated thing to separate, um, which in turn <clears throat> results in bad habits. Uh, I tell everybody here all the time when I, when I started here, I worked on night shift and the stress of this got me. I gained 160 pounds in two years working night shift. Because on night shift, when you're bored, you eat. And I'm a stress eater. So I just eat and eat and eat. And then I got this side chick named Little Debbie. And I love her oatmeal cakes and <laughs> her Swiss cake rolls and all that. And so that's a bad habit I form is I eat my stress. I'm trying to combat that now. And, and you know, uh, I've lost considerable amount of weight. And I'm trying to balance it out with eating healthier things. Um, you have people, luckily, I've never ventured down the, the alley of... of, of you know, having a substance abuse problem. Um, that's that's one avenue that people go down and it gets them in a lot of trouble. Um, I would, I catch a lot of slack or flack, I should say, for saying this sometimes, but I'm a firm believer that, that the majority of people who end up in jail, who end up um, in our care, in our custody, are in, a, are in jail as a result of stress because they're trying to escape that stress. And the fact of it is, is you can never escape it. Um, you can run from it, you can hide from it, you can do whatever, but in some way that stress is going to going to externalize itself and you just have to figure out how to manage um, how you're going to cope with that stress and and what we can do to fix it. And I'm probably not <clears throat> the greatest at figuring that out, but I've gotten a lot better, you know. So, so Dawson, what do you think we can do to manage our stress? Well, I was just thinking, uh, first of all, I'm thinking, you know, this podcast is is on its way to being – it's got to be the top podcast, and we just covered biology. Yes, uh, we, we we covered uh, therapy with relationships. We probably talked some folks out of getting married if they were considering Absolutely. getting married or being a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, and and, and encapsulated all that, bringing it back around uh, uh, to dealing with the psychology of stress. So uh, and get the word out there. Uh, total package here at the shakedown. But anyway, yes. back to back to and, 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 and when Tate McCotter sees this, he's going to say I talk way too fast. I'm the only person from Alabama that talks faster. Go ahead. <laughs> so now, now we're into linguistics. See, I think we are covering it all. But anyway, um, back to your question. Yeah, it, the, the the key, I feel like, when we talk about stress, like you said, it, it's going to happen. We're, mm-hmm. we're going to have it. But if we don't deal with it effectively, um, and, and the truth is, either we're going to deal with the stress or the stress is going to deal with us. And so if we ignore it, pretend it's not there, uh, then it's going to deal with us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not not making light of that fact, but, you know, we've had some staff here at Morgan County recently that whatever was going on in their personal life, I don't know about those things, but it got to the point in their life where here, they just couldn't take it anymore. And they just had to, I mean, I'm done, I'm out, and out the door they went. Um, Perfect example of, of the stress was dealing with them rather than the other way around. But I know personally, to answer your question, Moses, I know personally that, you know, keeping myself grounded in the fact that, you know, corrections, it's what I do. It's not who I am Exactly. that, you know, I'm a husband and I'm a father and those two relationships dictate everything else that I do. As you mentioned, being a person of faith uh, that drives how I think, how I talk, how I act, hopefully in most cases, Um, keeping that, that focus on, yes, this is important. Our society needs it. Um, it's a job that I support my family with and, and, and yes, those are important things, but keeping the focus on 
what really matters. And I'd say the second thing is, and actually I had a, a conversation with a, a supervisor, a coworker uh, yesterday, and and I, she was asking, how do you win? Mm-hmm. How do you succeed in this? And I told her, you know, I wish I had a great answer that you could just lay it out and we could, you know, yeah. sell T-shirts. Um, but a day at a time, a day at a time, enjoy the interaction between mm-hmm. other people and find, find something in each day to enjoy um, that makes it positive, that makes it uh, worthwhile. Uh, I, I know personally uh, that that's where I go. And I know you and I have talked about this before, but personally, what, what, where do you go? So, so I had to learn early when I first started in corrections, I was addicted to the adrenaline. Like I loved it. And even when my wife and I weren't married at the time, but even when I wasn't here, I would come up here and hang out hoping that, you know, a fight would break out and I would get to respond because I was hooked on that adrenaline. Yeah. Um, and then I got married and, and realized that somebody else controlled half my life now. Um, and so, listen, I talk about marriage like it's awful. My wife, I love her. She's my, she is my, my best friend and, and we give each other crap all the time. Um, you have to being married to a nurse and her being married to somebody in corrections. It's just part of it. But, um, even with that, she's, she's, and one of the things that hit me really, really hard one time, um, it was just a few years ago, actually right before our daughter was born and, uh, our first daughter. And she said, uh, you're going to have to decide now that we're going to be parents. Are you going to be married to me and be a father to your daughter? Or are you going to be married to the sheriff's office and be a father to your employees? Mm. And I was like, mm. ouch, Ow. yeah. you know, mm-hmm. ouch. Um, so I had to learn, uh, even now, you know, when, when I leave here, I have my, I have my County phone that I keep on me 24 hours a day and people call it 24 hours a day. That's fine. But now I've grown to where when I'm at home, I, I put that county phone on, on vibrate or on silent. And so yeah. I'll check it, you know, every couple hours as I walk by or whatever. But if it's something that bad, that drastic, all of our sergeants have my personal cell phone number and I always have it on me. Um, but I can respond back to emails later after my kids go to bed, after my wife's asleep. You know, I can do I, you have to take care of family. You have to take care of what matters the most first and realize that, yes, this is a job. And some really good advice an old timer gave me um, he, when I first started working here. He was a Vietnam vet, hardcore guy. I mean, really, really hardcore dude, um, but had the biggest heart I've ever seen. And he said, Motes, at the end of the day, um, you can never be big enough in this world, uh, in, in, in the world of corrections, in your job doing here or any other job, that if you got hit by a bus tomorrow, they wouldn't replace you the day after. Mm. And, and I said... Yeah. Okay. That, that, that's very true because as much as we may think if you're an administrator or you're a sergeant that we're the best at what we do, we're the greatest at what we do. Well, guess what? At some point, hopefully we're going to retire and somebody else is going to have to be the greatest. Somebody else is going to have to do what we do. So one way that I've tried to, to, to challenge stress a little bit and kind of build it up as well is, is making sure I have my own little drop dead manual that I'm teaching, I'm teaching people who, who are under me or work with me that to do what I do and how to do it the right way. So I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to constantly be that a top controlling personality to make sure everything's done, which I, I am terribly. Um, but stress is a tricky thing, man. It really, stress is a tricky thing for me because there's, I, I, I try to go to the gym as much as I can. Um, but then in my head with the stress, I combat that. Oh, I, I went to the gym last night. I need a cheeseburger for lunch today. <laughs> Which, Absolutely. Totally yeah. balances so, itself out. Yeah, I'm going to start eating kale chips or something. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a constant, steady battle. And, and it doesn't matter who the experts are. Um, I, love, I love Dr. Steve Sampson and the stuff that he teaches. And, 
and uh, Hans Sal's book about you stress, distress, gut level stress. I love all that. But at the end of the day, none of them really know how to deal with it. They tell you what it is. They tell you how to cope with it. They tell you how to talk to people. That's all good and dandy. But nobody says this is how you get rid of stress because you can't. It's always going to be there. So it's just learning your own way, your own method to kind of cope with it, whether it be reading. Um, Dawson has a, a library bigger than the library in my home county at his house. Um, he loves to read. Um, I'm a, I'm a music nut. I can't play any instruments really well. I can pick around and peck on all of them, but I love listening to music. Anything from jazz to classical to, I try to stay away from post nineties hip hop or post mid two thousands because I think it's garbage. Um, but like classic rock, whatever, that's, that's my channel. That's how I get it out is I find ways to just take my mind off jail life and turn into Richard, you know, not moats anymore, but I'm just Richard at home, which is weird because my mom's the only person that calls me that. And the so, sheriff. And the sheriff. And the, the sheriff. sheriff and the that. sheriff, yeah. Uh, so, see, guys, uh, like I said before, we we just dabbled in music as well. <laughs> uh, we got into the literary arts. Uh, full package here. Uh, yeah. Well, guys, um, obviously, we could talk for hours uh, about about stress and I mean, you do a little, you do a little googling, do a little uh, looking. You can find articles, you can find books, um, you can find people to talk to. And I tell you, if if stress is something you're dealing with, do all of that. Absolutely. Google those articles, get those books, find somebody that you can talk to, because if you're going to be in this line of work for longer than forty five seconds, uh, you're you're going to have to deal with it. Um, so you deal with it uh, rather than it deals with you. Well, uh. Uh, looks like we're about out of, about out of time for today. Uh, uh, stay with us as we, as we, uh, continue, uh, talking about officer survival. Uh, appreciate you being with us. Most appreciate you, yeah. uh, doing it. Uh, Rick and Bubba look out. We're coming. Yeah. Um, but, uh, just throwing that out there for general consensus. But anyway, <laughs> Godspeed guys as always. Stay sharp. Stay safe. Stay vigilant. See you next time.